This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is fully bathed. Welcome to episode 197 of Movie Drone. I'm here. I made it. I'm Steve. I'm, I think I'm here, Mark. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not convinced. No, no, you've got a new haircut tonight. No, I've, just, sure. I've got a bit hot today. Yeah. Got a bit hot. Just all my ears are playing up. Medical condition. And I'm just like, I need to tie it back. I'm trying to look a bit like Johnny Depp as well. Hi. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I can pull off the Johnny Depp. Is that what you're trying to yeah, do? Yeah, Well, Team hello, everybody. Special episode this week, we've got uh, another guest. Yes. I've been doing a bit of booking, haven't I? You have, mate. You're like a booking machine. Brilliant, aren't you? So, uh, Jamie, Jamie Russell, hello. Hello, guys. Love to be back. Yeah, well, you were just saying that it was, was, what, 100 episodes or something since you were last on. Um, I mean, that's Mark's fault. It was obviously... He's the booker normally, but um, but yeah, we didn't think it'd be that long. Didn't think we'd be going that long, did we? But uh, welcome back. Thank you very much. Um, I, I've become a podcasting addict since, yeah. I, was, uh, since I was last on, I must admit. Driving your it's... own one, the novel you wears off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say to everyone. <laughs> Good idea at the time. Yeah, I know. I think we put a few people off doing it recently. But how have you been, Jamie? I mean, we, we've heard you on Film Busters um, a few times, but how yeah. have you been in general um, not for the last two years. I mean, don't go through the last two years. How have you been recently, mate? Well, I've been a little bit stressed recently, to be honest, because oh. um, as, uh, as you know, I'm a teacher. Um, and so it's uh, a lot of coursework at the moment. And just to top it off, I've had offset in the last couple of days. Have you? Yeah. Well, at least yeah, you get so. half the year off, isn't it? So, <laughs> that, uh, is, that is true. That so is true, that, yeah. yes. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not Get back to work and go, well, well, in three weeks, I've got another half term. <laughs> yeah. and I... Just do a little bit of graft from yeah. nine till three and then have a few more weeks off. But anyway, no, that's um, Ofsted, yeah? So you're going to get shut down on purpose or a few more weeks off? Well, well, I'll, 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 I'll do my best. Did I find the whiskey <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the drawer? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> do you? But, do you um, keep whiskey in the drawer? Do you? No one, no one listens. <laughs> No, no one is, do you? All right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so no, it's nice to have you back on. Yeah, apparently um, the last time was right in the middle of lockdown, so even we weren't together then. No, I mean, the good old days. Good old said. days, the yeah. happy old days. It yeah. was, yeah. How have you been, mate? I've been all right. I've had a bath, haven't I? <laughs> I've had a bath. I was in there for about an hour. I had the foamy banana bubble bath, retro. <laughs> of course you did. 70s soul music, got a mirror that's got uh, Bluetooth in it. Have you so got I, yours, have you? Yeah. I don't get mine till uh, Oh, no, till it's like on, October. mate. Put my Bluetooth music through, so I had some 70s soul on. What a time to be alive, mate. <laughs> what a time. I've even ordered a bath pillow. <laughs> I say ordered. It's here. A bath pillow. A bath pillow, yeah, just to top it off. <laughs> what, a, what a time, mate. It was amazing. What is a bath pillow? Is it just like an inflatable pillow? It looks that? like something that's going to go stinky and green after a while, <laughs> um, but it looks like a bit of waterproof foam with a net on it I know probably get all my air caught in it when <laughs> yeah. I, I'm about to get it off it um, depends what hair doesn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than that mate doing a lot of stuff you wouldn't understand or care about I, I mean probably right with the all I can say is I love me away go 
If you want to Google Wago, they are amazing. Are they? Yeah, shout out to the Wago crew. Um, went to the zoo, mate. Had little and had one of these things where you could go in and feed the penguins. <laughs> they weren't that hungry. Were they? Nah. It's probably because loads of tourists like you None going of the animals ram were stuff down their necks. I was all like, I think this zoo just like feeds them. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had a great time. He had a nice, nice to have a day off. Oh. Yeah, just wandered around, looked at the animals Very like nice. a zombie. Other than that, mate, I think I'm due a stroke, stress levels and stuff. So I started this Wim Hof breathing. Right? Have you seen this bloke on that? You seen him on the telly, Jamie? Like the, they call him the Ice Man, and he sits in like frozen lakes and shit. Mm. And he's he's an advocate of a cold shower a day. So I started I've started trying to do the fifteen second cold showers and build it up. But he does this breathing right, and it's eighteen minutes, and it's done in four sections. You just have to keep breathing, keep breathing. Then he gets you hold your breath at the end of a section. So you start with a minute and a half, then you have to hold it for two minutes, and then you do have to do two lots of holding your breath for three minutes. You don't hold your breath for three minutes. I'm telling you now, mate, you feel pissed because you're getting so much oxygen in. You feel like you're floating. All your hands tingle, all your legs tingle, everything locks together. And I felt like I was levitating. And three minutes, I missed the last one to come out. I was three and a half minutes on the last one. What, hold your breath? Hold your breath. And oh, you have to hold it on the exhale as well, not the inhale. Bollocks. Don't believe it. I'll show you, mate, after. Don't believe it. I'll sh- spare me 18 minutes <laughs> and I'll show you. Brilliant. <laughs> I haven't got 18 Honestly, minutes. it feels like you're. Not, I don't know. I've, I'm not a druggie. I've never done them, so I don't. But I can understand that that's a sort of high you get because you feel amazing after. I mean, you'll probably die doing that. I do, he, he's like old and walking around, sits in baths for like hours of ice. I mean, he's got nothing to lose. Though, Genius, he? mate, it is. So that he's basically it works your cardiovascular system. Oh. So that's my exercise: laying down, breathing. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> Another fad. How Good are you then, girl. mate? How are the toenails? I've been doing proper exercise, mate. Yeah. And this fad stuff, have I? I've been running around Milton Keynes. A lot of roundabouts in Milton Keynes. Yeah, yeah quite a few, but uh, not too bad, mate. Yeah, I've been lancing my feet. Since I came back, they're not looking good. They don't sound uh, nice. No, no, it? I had a bit of a bit of a squirt around one of the one of the toes. But uh, you say other... lance? I mean, I stick a pin up it. Do you like to set light to it first? I s- like burn the pin it. off, or are you mm. going to get sepsis as well? <laughs> Probably stick a bit of TCP on it to get out there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate! I mean, two toenails are coming off the big ones, but oh. it doesn't matter, does it? I did it. You got I a medal, it. didn't you? I got round. You got a bit of tin on a ribbon. <laughs> I did yeah. Totally worth toenails coming off that. <laughs> yeah, thirty-four kilometres. It didn't feel like it, mate. I thought I was going to die, but it was uh, pretty horrible. There you go. And uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I nearly forgot. Um, um, can we just get to the elephant in the room? Go on. Or can we say uh, the 70s tat in the shed, please? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember, mate. I'm trying to remember the last episode you did this, because I thought it was quite funny then. This is quite funny as well. You, you're talking about my vase. Those fucking things yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know, mate, uh, when me dead granddad died, uh, I got a little keepsake have my nans, mate. So when, not, when she passed, not, I got sorry, to choose one that's item. That's not your nan. You didn't say that's no, your no, nan. No, no, she's not in there. Oh, right, no, okay, no, she, yeah. she's not laid to rest yet. She goes her oh, uh, ceremony soon. Fuck it, man. Just to let you know. Um, but yeah, I was allowed to choose one thing that I used to play with when I was a kid, and I used to like the green vase. Turns out I've got the blue and the yellow one as well. <sighs> I can't really say much else about it. You can't, that, mate. Can your memories. <laughs> memories, they are. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nightmares. They're at least 40 oh, year old, I'm sure, because oh, they was around I mean, when I was yeah. about. A I mean, nipper. Okay. I'm not going to mention. Can I say apologies to my mum? <laughs> that was her mum. Sorry, yeah. Sue. Sorry, Sue. You'd love to put your foot in it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Move on. Just think before you talk, mate. 
What do you think of 70s glass and wear, Jamie? It's not something I have too much of an opinion on, to be honest. No. What, what about if it was attached to, I don't know, a dead relative who you had very fond memories of? You'd like it a little bit more, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a little bit different. Yes. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for agreeing. <laughs> oh, dear. Move on then. You okay. got any thanks? Oh, I have, mate. Oh, I've got thanks to Right Stuff Reviews. What should we watch? WTM, the Manic Pixie Weirdo Pod, to Keith Noakes, Nerdrover, Little Nick, Tim, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Soundtrack Your Life, the podcast that wouldn't die, and Podcast HQ. Thanks very much for the retweets on the last episode. So I've got special thanks this week to Miles, Film Rage, Ryan, Jamie Owen, Film Busters, Ben and Paul. Mr. Positivity, Ian McIntyre, LJ Human, Emma at the Movies, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Glynn, Jill Cassie, and our amazing guest, Jamie Russell. Thank you very much. And my, my little nan for the vase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it going to go soon, though? You're not going to keep it in here, are you? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with them. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good idea at the time. <laughs> Promo. Hey there, I'm Eric. And I'm Brett, a.k.a. Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. We at WTM Watch This Movie talk about old movies, new movies, we do breakdowns, we do top five lists. We also rate movies that we've recently seen on our unique rating system. That's right. We're available on most podcast apps. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And you can check us out on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie. We'll we check go. you later. Oh, I count you in again. <laughs> oh, Watch the watched. fingers. Oh, I'm, not there. I'm not just like counting, teaching myself maths, mate. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't watching tonight. <laughs> I was doing my own thing. Sandy Jamie, don't talk over all the stuff, mate, because we'll have to re-record it and you'll ruin not, the whole I'm not, podcast. I'm not re-recording it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Sorry about that, Jamie. It's really, really unprofessional there. So that's our friends, WTM Watch This Movie. Recently seen episode this week. Father Stew, have you heard of that? No. Mark Wahlberg, have you heard of that one, Jamie? Um, no, I've never heard of it. I don't no. know what it is. I think they've done the Northman as well on the episode. But Mark uh, Wahlberg? I think so, is really? it? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, no, I think it looks okay. like Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. It's what I mean. I've not seen anything to do with it. But, mm. uh, they got well, I don't have to the research before, Anna. I don't need to research the film. It has, obviously hasn't come to the UK yet. When what it does... Oh, is it a new one? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Never heard of it. Mm, there we go. Mm. See what that's like. Yeah. But... Um, in the meantime, yeah. please listen to WTM Watch This Movie and their recently seen episode. Please do. Go on then. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. Hashtag What's That Film? Oh dear. So I've been berated a little bit this week, I think. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I did know it. I did yeah. know it a little bit earlier. I should have said it. Cool. Should, have, should have just guessed. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Who got what and what was it? Well, it was Reservoir Dogs, mate. It's caused a bit of a stir, this one. It's Jamie. Jamie, he got five. Oh, He's a little go. bit upset that I didn't save it for this episode. It doesn't and, work like that, does it? And then Paul from Film Busters got a five and was a little bit upset I didn't go do it in their episode. But as I did explain, Ben got Billy Big Balls, <laughs> um, so he had to suffer. Mr. P, obviously, mate. Yeah. Smashed it with a five. Found it as hilarious as last time. Jill got a five. Although, to quote you, mate, apparently anyone can make shit up. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Well, I've got... I am questioning it. I am questioning it. It's got to be a lucky guess. I've never, ever seen her watch Reservoir Dogs. Okay. But, listen, if she thinks she got five, she got five. Okay. <laughs> Dave Oryx got a five. Emma got a three. Glyn got a three. LJ got a five. And Paul... 
Zero, mate. Said he's never seen it. Really not? So I've put it on his watch list for Well, him. your pool. Yeah. Build a pool. Yeah, he's watched Live a gentleman this week, so he said he'd never seen that. So mm. I've given him this one now. Good. Good. Well done, Jamie, on the five. Thank you very much. Pressure's on now, isn't it, eh? Well, hey. You see, my thinking is that to score a four or five, I have to know this film very well. I need to you know I've seen it you yeah. know, a few times. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Pressure's on. I mean, people are wilting under the pressure. The guests that we have on, don't they? Yeah, yeah. In Ben's case as well, people give it the large yeah. and it doesn't work out that way. In my it? opinion, big film, this one, big film. Yeah. Mm. And you probably it, care, Jamie. That, so. that doesn't help. That Listen carefully to the clues. Right. Okay. okay. All right then. Yeah. Go on then. Five points then. What's that film? I'm uh, the famous balloon thief. <laughs> I'm uh, the famous balloon thief. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I can guess. Is what? it tea? <laughs> Do you want a bit of paper to write it no. down on? Do you know it, Jamie? No. No? Four points, then. What's that film? I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. <laughs> oh, it's tippy-tongy for Jamie, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know it. Can you just repeat it again, please? I will not be threatened by a walking meatloaf. No. No? No. No, easy one. Three for both of you, I am sure. So for three points, what's that feel? Excuse me, but what's a star on the wall for? Um. Excuse me, but what's that star on the wall for? Uh, <laughs> I'm really shit at this at the moment. I don't know it, Mark. You don't? No, I don't know. I'm shocked. I'm sure I do, but... I was going to use a three as number one. I thought it was that obvious. Really? Yeah. Well, bully for you. Uh, two yeah. points in. What's that film? Look at me, sitting in a porno theatre in Piccadilly Circus, talking to a corpse. <laughs> I mean, I do know it now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it. Pressure's on, Jamie. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do know it. I, I know it. Is this... Um... Hey, two's all, two's all around. Damn it. Oh. Wanted to win that one. Kicking yourselves, aren't you? Yeah, Kicking I, 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 I knew it from the fourth one, but I just, yeah. There we are. Go on then. Anyone else who hasn't got it? One point. What's that film? Hey, lads, stay on road, keep clear of moors. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Whatever, mate, whatever. I'm glad I got something yeah, again I'm, this week. Two points eight. Better than zeros, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd won it, though. I, I mean, he did. Nearly. Even Paul and Ben would be kicking themselves. That Jamie's got a two. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well done, Jamie. Well done for that. Thank you. Um, well done yourself. Pressure was on a little bit, wasn't it? See, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard alive. It's a little bit hard alive. If you want to let us know what you think you got and how many points you uh, believe that you got, also via DM, that would mm. be wonderful. Yes. Okay, mate. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. This is Mark's mail sack. Okay, so Mark's mail sack. We've got a few questions in. Yep. Nothing about summer or anything. Nothing about season. No. No, nothing. Nothing topical. <laughs> nothing about the Queen's Jubilee. No or Johnny Depp favorite films. No. Okay. Right, okay. Amber Heard favorite films for balance. That'd be a good one probably a little bit short of a list yeah that one or the fault yeah. but uh but where can people send us questions mate they can send them to us over at twitter which is at movie underscore drone or via email or movie drone podcast at hotmail.com please do and we've got a cracker for you now so moving on yeah. this is the next section this is the section that we love to call question, question time question time question time time for the question question time 
question time, question time, time for the question, question time. There we go. So, guest preference this week. Yeah. We've let Jamie, uh, Jamie sent us a question. Yeah. Oh, do, uh, do you know, do you know what your question is, Jamie? Do you want to read it out? Um, I hope I've got the right one. <laughs> I'll soon find out. I'll put him on the spot, put him on the spot. Okay, well, I'm, I'm hoping it's a uh, uh, favourite opening scenes. Hey, best opening sequences in films. It was, yeah. yeah. So uh, that is the one that I've answered, which is good as well. So, mate, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of films you can go yeah, through. A lot, a, of films. a lot of films. An absolute crack of a question. And uh, hopefully we get a few answers after this from other people as well. But who's going to go first? Guest first. Guest, Jamie. Go on then, Jamie, your number. How many have you done, Jamie? This was really tough because I... Um... I kept on changing my my order. Um, there are a couple that get in there, but others that just dropped out. But my first one I'm going to go for is Blade Runner. Okay, the new one or um, the old one, the original? Yes, yeah, absolutely, the, the, the original. It's just that opening. You know, after you get the scroll, the the, the information, the the scroll, just that stunning opening landscape shot. This combination of groundbreaking special effects. And just that haunting dystopian score from Van Vangelis when it when it comes in, it's just it takes my breath away. It's one of those openings that I just sort of really has an impact on me. Uh, I managed to see it at the cinema, and uh, that was that was really fantastic then as well. Cool, stand the test of time, does it? I think it does. It doesn't look as if it's uh, if it's if it's dated. It's just brilliant effects, and uh, yeah, I think it stands up. Have you seen? Have you seen Blade Runner? The original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you like it? I got the glass, don't I? Oh, yeah? I got the Blade Runner glass, whiskey glass. I mean, that, that sort of means nothing about your enjoyment of the film. Could have got that as a tootie Christmas present. Yes, I don't. I mean, I'm not as huge on it as other people, but oh. I do enjoy it. There you go. Yeah. All right. Good answer. Yeah. So my number five there, mate, Hurt Locker. All right. Just when you get in, you think, oh, we're just settling in. I like this dude. Like a bit of guy appears. Yeah, he gets blowed up. <laughs> That's quite a new one for you, isn't it? Yeah. Well. I mean... This week, we'll get on to it later, but I actually try and reverse this for, like, the best endings, and there was one. But this one, I just think, we just think, oh, fuck. Mm. I liked him, and I thought, oh, he's so underrated, and then there he's in bits. Okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. My number five yeah. is Up. Oh, you Carl little sweetie. Oh, and I just, eh? You're not just. Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, it's so sad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't get emotional. I imagine it that you guys may have had a little cry or something, which is totally understandable. Totally understandable. They try and set you off right at the start, though. They do, they? yeah. No, it's good. To, I mean, I think it's good to get that out of the way yeah. because that's obviously the um, the, the really sad Filthy bit. tactic. It's lovely, though, isn't it? Seeing that you don't know where it's going, do you? You see yeah. their little bit of life and all that, and then obviously it takes that down. Imagine so. taking your kids to the cinema to see that for the first <laughs> yeah. time. You're yeah. just all sitting there, like, ooh. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to do, take someone else's kids to it, <laughs> knowing full well what was coming up. Brilliant, I might do that. Go on in, Jamie, your number four. Uh, my number four is um, A Clockwork Orange. Ooh. And there are a few uh, Kubrick ones that could have gone in. 2001 would, would have been, it was very close to going in there as well. But um, yeah, it's the opening shot on uh, Alex's face with, bo- with his bowler hat tipped down staring directly at you and he sort of tips his glass of drug milk spiked milk as if to say you know welcome my fellow droog um and it's just the, the production design is amazing and i really liked uh, his use of uh, classical music which is sort of uh, electronic or it's, it's it's made to sound futuristic and it's like the combination of the you know the, the sound and visuals and, and and the production design is just it's 
brilliant. It's such a great film. You've, you've, so, got, you've got a penchant for that one, I have. You? I find it so unsettling no matter how many times I see it and the way it gets it across. I think I find it shocking every time, but I've got a real affinity for it. I mean, mentioned 2001 when I did that for homework. I thought the opening sequence, although a great sequence, acts its age now. Yeah. Well, I think A Clockwork Orange is just... That's yeah. like 20 minutes of silence as well, isn't it? 2001. Mm. Yeah, right? I mean, it's great opening, um, but I just felt it it's showing its age now. But Clockwork Orange, fantastic open. Okay. Go on then. What's your four? I'm going to stick with what I said the other day, and it's not just because it's fresh, but I think Cliffhanger, mate. Why? I think that opening scene where she goes and you're just like, like I said at the time, that is how you open a film. Mm. Get into it, get on, kill her off. <laughs> but then, like I say, probably go off in the wrong direction. I yeah, yeah, he might have changed after, but I still, I still got to that point in the film and thought, shit. Mm. Good. Yeah. There we go. My number four is Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's the grave visit scene. I've never seen it once. Followed by the harrowing opening of the uh, Normandy landings, yeah. which is fucking horrendous. Mm. I mean, I don't know, one of the most harrowing scenes ever, I think, for me. I think I might need to revisit it, mate, because I think I watched this pre-getting into all my war shit that you got me into. What I'd do, what I'd probably say, mate, is is make sure that you got somewhere where you can have the sound up well. Yeah. I think the sound is certainly in that starting, yeah. that starting yeah. bit, isn't it? Uh, Perhaps I'll have it for on the plane on the way to holiday. I can turn my headphones right out. Do they have it on the planes? Is it the sort of film that they have so that you could have like a ten-year-old girl sitting next to you watching it? I'll have it, it on my pad. Oh right, okay, all right. My Bluetooth headphones. Right, okay, I suppose so. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you're sir. probably going to lose I... a bit of it, I think. But yeah. great one. Okay, Jamie, your number three. My number three is Scream. I think it's just one of those unforgettable openings that completely well, completely re-energized the, uh, the slasher subgenre at the time. Uh, Drew Barrymore, you know, big, big actor at the time, brutally killed off at the beginning. So referencing Hitchcock's cycle bit with that. Um, I just really like the, the meta film element and, in, and the involvement for, for horror film fans. I just felt really fresh and invigorating at the time. Um, I've got a, I've got a really good interesting backstory to it as well. It's, it's Weinstein Brothers produced uh, Scream, and they at the beginning they hated everything about it. I, I watched a documentary about this. Um, they hated everything about it. They hated the, the ghost face costume. They hated all of the dailies that they were watching coming in, and they wanted to get Wes Craven fired. And um, so they they went in and t- 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 complained to him about him to the producer. The producer said, "Look." You've, you've got to you've got to stop this. this this is too much stress and tell you what we will cut together a sequence for you for you to watch if you're happy with it you leave us alone um which we can't handle this and so that sequence was the opening sequence shot uh, and and cut the opening sequence sent it off to the weinstein brothers they of of course went back oh you're completely right we're, we're completely wrong this is absolutely amazing fantastic we will not bother you again and he didn't but I just, I just think that there's a certain edge to that opening sequence, which you know, this was a director and team that were being pushed. And I think that's probably what made it so memorable. Mm. I think for me, it was the fact that Drew Barrymore died. I, 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 was expecting I did her read to stay, somewhere it? that it was actually her idea because she was supposed to be signed on for the whole movie. It and was. She actually said yeah. to Wes Craven, let's top me off mm. and that will keep yeah. everyone on their toes. Mm. That's right. I read that too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good My choice. number three then, mate. Go on then. Jaws. Okay. That little jaunt along the beach. Yeah. Going skinny dipping, if you like. And just the way that the fellas just sort of out of it. 
Right. And then she's running off down to the beach, up to the buoy, or buoy as we like to call them. Right. See you later. Haunting. I think the filtered all the light on it, just a way to start that. It just allows for the film to actually start and give you a little jolt. Yeah. Afterwards, okay. I haven't watched that this year yet. Have you not? Course. No, not me. Need to get on that, mate. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I will. Um, okay, my number three is it? Mm. Train spotting. God. Choose life. Have you got it? It's, it's in my honourable mention. Is it okay? Yeah, train spotting. Choose life. Chase scene. Lust for life. Plan. Bit of Iggy Pop. Not yeah. my not my favourite Iggy Pop uh, tune, but uh, but yeah, brilliant, isn't it? I, I love that Iconic. point of bringing a part of the later film back to the beginning right yeah but not dwelling on it too much but yeah. when you get back round to that you almost have that feeling of deja vu where you're like ah yeah yeah it's good though isn't it yeah it's good it certainly does set the scene that one so uh, yeah, that's my number three jamie number two uh number two quite topical with uh what's that film last week it's reservoir dogs just to open a sequence um i think the whole film was a bit of a gateway film for me to be honest i'm a sucker for a, a monologue and this has got not one, but two iconic monologues uh, in the open and followed by the coolest use of slow motion, accompanied by a toe-tapping classic song. Just iconic. Fan of that one, mate, no. I What, Reservoir Dogs? It's not yeah. my favourite. You like Pulp, didn't you, Mo? Pulp Fiction yeah. is one of my favourites. Yes, that's not my favourite. No. Uh, it's not my favourite. Jackie Quentin Brown. Tarantino. No, it's not my favourite Quentin Tarantino. Look, look, we'll get later. Oh, look, right. We'll do it another time, all right? But it's oh. not my favourite Quentin okay. Tarantino film. Right. <laughs> What's your number two? My number two, mate, is Goodfellas. Right. Okay. A little knocking in the boot. Right. Similar idea to the train spotting one, where actually you get a preface to what's coming. Yeah. Um, and then you work your way back around to that and see them. But I just, just the light, I think, and the filters and bits and everything they use on that one. And it was a real pink filter on there, or pink light. Right. I just thought it was great. Just just starts off. I mean, you just go straight into it, don't they? No yeah. fuck arsing about. And then it brings you back to a bit of normality, but you know what's coming. <laughs> English word there, fuck arsery. But um, <laughs> fuck arsing about. Um, my number two yeah. is the Naked Gun. The 80s axis of evil. Jamie, your number one. And fuck off. That's a great scene now. Eh? You've got Gorbachev, you've got Gaddafi all round the table, and then in comes Drebin. Yeah. And does them all in. Brilliant. Did Austin Powers nick an idea out of that one? Probably. For his one, loads of films have, yeah. have taken ideas from the They did it better, though. They fucking didn't. The 80s axis of evil, as it's known, yeah. okay. was, was, is one of the funniest opening scenes I think you're going to find okay. in a comedy. So there you go. All right. All right. For people who have never seen Police Squad, yeah. it was a great introduction to Frank Drebin, I thought. Okay. There you go. Jamie, what's your number one? My number one, I think you can probably guess. Oh. What do you reckon? Don't, 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 I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, what's what's um, that film? You know, well, the, well, the one well, with well, the thing in it. Um, well, something. Well, I give you a sound clue. Yeah. Yeah. Sound cue. Dun dun. Dun dun. Dun dun. Is that Friday the 13th? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, it's the thing. Yeah, there we are. There we go. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm sorry, I just couldn't leave it out. Um, so as soon as I hear those those bass notes um, and then the dramatic helicopter, you know, it seems to randomly chasing this dog, firing erratically. And it's just no traditional establishing. You just plunge directly into the madness and it's just, I think, just sets the tone perfectly. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's brilliant. 
There we go. Would have been ruined if they knew the native language as well. Yes. Because the film would have stopped there. But, uh, but yeah, no, brilliant. I mean, we had a great great time when you came on to discuss that one. I've seen it since then as well. Yeah. Still a film. I actually watched the, uh, is it the prequel as well? Okay. I watched, I watched that one. Is it a prequel? Can't remember. They did a yes, re- remake of prequel. prequel yeah. yeah, yeah, I watched that as well. Don't mind it. I mean, it's nowhere yeah. near as good. But, but yeah, I like my thang. You like it, didn't you? Get my thang on. I've had to bump my number one. I've had to bring in an honourable... Because right. Jamie stole Scream. Right. Because Scream, I mean, it's the Sorry. best, isn't it? It's, right. it's such a good opening. I totally agree with you. So I'm actually going to nick the Exorcist opening. Right. Um, the bit where they're actually in the Middle East. Um, and you've got this scene where you've got the guys doing the banging, the, the hammering on the metal. Right. Or like the Iron Forge and stuff like that. And the volumes just keep building and the thing builds before he gets back and the clock. Just great. Before then, it goes straight. You have no idea what's going on. You've just got the little Pazuzu statue, and then suddenly we're just back in Boston or New York or wherever they happen to land. Just the volume. I love the volume of it, because then it just goes really, really loud and then silent. Mm. She's going to be, turn it down, turn it down. (laughs) Wake the kids up. (laughs) Then come watch it. (laughs) Don't come watch it. Has she not watched that one yet? Uh, no, no. Okay. Freaked her out this week. We'll get on to that one. Oh, right, yeah, really? apparently okay. I went a bit too far. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. It was going to happen, wasn't it? Yeah. So my number one is my favourite Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. It's Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Christoph Waltz, yeah. 20 minute single location, dialogue heavy. Yeah. All the while he knows that that Jewish family is underneath that, yeah. that thing. And I love that scene. I think it's so horrible, bastard. Isn't it? Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It's it, it it is horrible, and you just know that he knows, um, and there's nothing you can do about it. No. Um, and it just builds that tension. It's yeah. horrible, but uh, absolutely fantastic scene for me yeah. in my favourite Quentin Tarantino. Mm. Oh, I do like Pulp Fiction. What's your favourite yeah. Quentin Tarantino, Jamie? I'd have to say Reservoir Dogs. Um, I think, uh, and the reason why I say that is. He keeps it to a lean mean sort of 90 minutes. And, and I think every film since then, he's, he doesn't seem to be able to rein it in. Apparently, he has a, a four-hour cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it was it was going to be turned into a Netflix series or something like that. That's the last I heard. But no, I, I think, you know, he was he was really hungry as a director for Reservoir Dogs. He obviously, obviously wanted to make it make his mark. And I think he... Some of his films later on have been a little bit too self-indulgent, perhaps. I suppose he's um, been sport with budget as well, hasn't he? I suppose when he yeah. was Reservoir Dogs, it was every shot counts. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What's your favourite nowadays? I, I think I'm with Jamie. I like Reservoir Dogs. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do like Pulp Fiction. He's done, he, in fairness, every, I've never watched one of his films and hated it. Right. I think my least favourite I've seen so far is Jackie Brown. Right. I know Kill Bill. Kill Bill. I enjoyed Jackie Brown. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Reservoir Dogs. Get in, get out. It was was slick. Got any honourable mentions, anybody? Jamie, you got any honourable? Yes, I do. Okay, quickly. Children of Men, Alien, Jaws, Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Cliffhanger, Pulp Fiction, Inglorious Bastards, Thunder Road, Donnie Darko, Back to the Future, 2001 Space Odyssey, Up, Baby Driver, Train Spotting, The Godfather, Goodfellas, and The Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, all of them. Um, mm. The uh, Thunder Road. Forgot about Thunder Road. Thunder Road, oh, yeah. I should have put that one. That was yeah. brilliant, wasn't it? There was a lot. You got any? You got any? Um, I only had Pulp Fiction, and I had to nick a few. 
because we went up to five and we'd right. only prepared for it. I had the Dark Knight. Okay. The, the uh, bank robbery scene. Yeah. When we get to see the Joker. Just have a look around, see if I can see anything. Yeah, good one. That was a new one, wasn't it? That was a bit of a different one that I had there. So, uh, but um, yeah, well done. Well done. Nice question, Jamie. And uh, some good answers there. Yeah, it'd be nice, interesting if someone, I don't know, sent in the opposite end oh. sequences. <laughs> Just saying. If that happened to appear from, I don't know, John from Basingstoke in the next couple of weeks. Well, you might get in touch. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so if you want to let us know what your top five movie opening sequences are, um, please let us know. Yeah, please. Okay, right. On to the reason that we got the lovely Jamie in. Yeah. We saw a film. We did. We saw a film that was requested for us to watch by Jamie. It's currently 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 34 minutes build as a comedy drama with a synopsis of a lonely, neurotic and a hilariously honest middle-aged man reunites with his estranged wife and he meets his teenage daughter for the first time. Really fuck that up. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Yeah. This is directed by Craig Johnson, starring Woody Harrelson, Laura Dern, Isabella Amara, Judy Greer and Cheryl Hines. This was 2017's Wilson. Clip. Remember when you were a kid... Every day seemed like it was in Technicolor. <laughs> and then you grow up. And you wonder. How did we end up like this? There's a lot of seats, you know, in this train. I'm just lucky I figured it out a long time ago. Have you heard the good news? Oh, uh, no, I... I'm, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Life is lonely and miserable. You are such a beautiful girl. Hey, dude. Wilson, she needs to leave. My wife left me 17 years ago. I just need to move on, find somebody new. Not you necessarily. <laughs> life is lonely and miserable. I was going to use that as my quote for the rest of my life. So, Jamie, obviously, a uh, bit of a surprising one for for us, I think, mm. we, this one, this choice, um, we gave you the choice of any film that you could possibly have in the whole wide world. And very, very quickly, without giving too much away, why did you choose 2017's Wilson? I think um, I was inspired by a previous guest you had on uh, uh, Sean, where he uh, he decided to take a chance with uh, Buckaroo Banzai. You know, it's it just something that fascinated him. He wasn't sure, um, you know, what he thought about it. And I thought, well, why don't I want to go for something that you haven't seen, and I want to go for something that surprised me. So not uh, not an obvious film like the Thing the last time. This is something that I didn't expect to enjoy so much, and I did. So I just wanted to share that, and hopefully you had a similar experience. Okay, mm. all right, interesting, interesting. Mm. So, mate, what did you think of 2017's Wilson? I didn't like the synopsis much. That was hard to say, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought it started off great, mate. I really, really liked it. Then I felt it dipped horrendously. And then I thought it redeemed itself for a lovely, sweet little finale. Right, okay. I struggled, struggled with the middle act. Horrendously? Yeah. I think anything was horrendous in it. Well, I lost interest. Did you? Yeah, I, I, I just felt... Yeah, I thought it was a really strong... Or a strong first act. Yeah. Second act and the final act, I thought was lovely. Okay, it was really good. <laughs> okay, um, I mean, I'll just put my bit. I don't know if do you, you know a little bit about it. About it. it's based on a book. 
Did you know? Yes, that? Yeah. you did. You read all that, yeah. did you? Yeah. Okay, so a graphic novel, not just a book. Okay. Um, and part it was inspired by a combination of spending time with his father, who had a terminal illness in hospital, and reading the biography of Charles Schultz. Mm. There you go. Right. I was a little bit worried when I first started seeing it. Yeah. I was a bit worried that he was putting on a funny voice and a face. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking we were going to get like a little Nicky or a Johnny Knoxville in The Ringer. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Someone actually playing a, a, a stupid character. I don't know. The voice was a little bit put, but it was just Woody's face. It was the voice that I was a little bit worried about. Woody's got that sort of face anyway. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure where it was going. He came across as a horrible, unlikable character. But it turned, <laughs> it turned out he was just honest. Yeah. And I loved it. He, I loved him. Yeah, he, I absolutely loved he him. He reminded me of you. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we'll get, we'll get to that a bit later in some ways, I mm. suppose. But what did you think of it then, Jamie? As, as I said, it, it really surprised me. There was, um, I, I normally don't go for films that aren't... I look at Letterboxd now for, for all my films. I normally don't go for a film under a three unless I'm following a podcast episode. So saw one review from someone who I really... I really respect his opinion, so I thought I'd, I'd give it a go. And right from the beginning, there's something about his character that fascinated me. And I think it's because I, by nature, I'm, I'm painfully honest and polite uh, all the time. And just to see this character be so abrupt and he's almost sort of, I would say, socially autistic and how and how he deals with you know personal space and things like that. It's, it's a character that I found fascinating and, 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 and I connected to on a strange level, in a strange way as well. Similar to sort of Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm, that sort of type of character. And uh, I, I, I found myself, Steve, essentially you said you found him sort of rude and sort of obnoxious. I, I, was, I was sort of with him from the beginning in a strange way. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I was. It's just I thought I think it was good writing. I love the character. I yeah. thought the character was... I think that's why I've struggled with the second act, because it come less about the character, right. more about what was going on. And then by the time we got to the third act, it was back about Wilson. Yeah. And I wanted him to have the film for... Hit, like, it's a weird thing to say. I almost want there to be a Wilson film that's about Wilson. Right. Because I felt he deserved more for that middle. Okay. Because I, I say, we started off about him, we was following him, we was learning about him. Then it went into a story that I wasn't much interested about. Then when it got to the end, it was back about him and following him again. Right, that's interesting. Because like I say, I didn't really feel that. I mean, it's, the synopsis says he's neurotic. But as Jamie mentioned, I think he's, he was on the on the spectrum, mm. certainly. Oh, and, definitely. Um, and I know you said it reminds he reminded you of me. Mm. However, it was sort of like he reminds me of the people that attract themselves to me. Mm-hmm. So I am the person that he sits next to. Okay. hundred percent. I mean, I obviously wouldn't sit next to people. It, you, you, we have the, the thing, don't we, where you, we, where you men go to the toilet on your yeah. urinal and you don't go and stand next to someone, do you? You just don't do it if there's a spare one. You certainly and don't, Sonny. No. Hey, nice dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I do, but do you know what I mean? It depends if it is. I mean, you've got to compliment someone if it is. But I certainly don't go and stand next to well, People come and stand next to me. And this is why I think that I relate to this, because I certainly would attract um, a nutter like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I think as grumpy men, we can all relate to Wilson a little bit. 
A, a thousand percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes he, he just doesn't quite censor some of the things that we manage no, to good. stifle. Good. If only we were all like that. Yeah. If only we were all like this character who didn't give a shit about sitting in people's personal space and all that because he didn't do it to be nasty. No. He, he just generally did it to, to sort of have a conversation. Yeah. And even though... I've got down that he has got everything that I love in a character and everything that I hate in a character. Right. I'd hate the fact that he came and sat next to me, but I love the fact that he does it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. If, if it happened to you, if we was on a train and you were sitting on your own and I could see you and he came and sat next to you and started to, it would be the best day of my life. But you know me, I'd chat to him. Yeah, I know. And it would be the best day of my life. I, I agree. I, but I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with him. Everything, I think everything he was pointing out was great. I thought the dialogue was written really good and I thought it's, a lot of it was sadly true. But I also thought it was unbiased in a way. It wasn't. It created a narrative, but it didn't follow through. It was clearly of his opinion and it gave other characters in the film a chance to counter the argument um, where he was going on about phones and social media is the death of conversation etc etc but then the woman turned around and said well without it I'd be lonely mm. um, so it obviously didn't suit him although I'm with him um, and I'm sad the amount of people that can't hold an argument hold a, um, hold a conversation <laughs> oh, no, also, not that they can't they say that they choose not to because all mm. the people he approached could hold a conversation mm. they were just so wrapped up in their own lives that they didn't actually give a shit no I, th I think it would have been nice at some point for someone just to talk to him. You? I would have spoken to him. Yeah, what a lovely guy. You would have done. So what did you think of the performance then, Jamie, from, from Woody? Because I love Woody. Um, I do love him. Yeah, I, I think Woody is one of the most underrated actors working in, in, in Hollywood at the moment. Um, and I think this is the sort of role that he must have seen this. Oh, this, this, is, this is for me. Because he... He was that character. If the really, I really did feel as if, you know, almost like a genuine performance from him. And, and the, the comedy, I think he, I mean, he's, he's good at drama as well. I've seen some fantastic dramatic performance from, from Woody, but um, I think he's, he's at his finest when he's, when he's got something comedic. I know it's a bit of black comedy, but I think he delivered his lines, his role really well. And there, there's a subtlety to, to his, uh, his, his character as well, which, which I thought was finely handled. Um, and you know, there's there's, there's a few moments where I, I really felt emotionally connected to him, and, mm. that, and a lot of that was d down to Harrison's performance. Yeah, and no, I mean, he has got the face. He's got, got the face that makes you sort of wonder whether he's going to take this in a silly way. I was I was mm. so worried it was going to end up as like a a silly sort of like parody thing. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I laughed out loud. I did a few times. I, I laughed out loud, and I very rarely do. And I think Jill was quite surprised that yeah. I was enjoying it so much. I loved the scene when he asked if the bloke was. So, how did she know he's not just some crazy dog fucker? I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I loved the scene that you played in the clip um, yeah. about not necessarily with you. I thought yeah. that was fucking. That was sad. Yeah. That was sad. But I mean. We've all been there, yeah. and we've, it's something that we've all definitely wanted to say when we were dating. Um, when he was driving down in the middle lane slowly, things like that. I didn't think it was particularly subtle comedy. I thought it was out-and-out right comedy. Mm. I was, I was yeah. uh, laughing out loud. I, I think the one that got me most was when he talked back to the woman in the fake vo dog voice. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was crying. Because he's going, oh, how, how are you? I'm five years old. Fucking, just the sort of thing that anyone could do if they wanted. 
but we all smile and go, oh, yeah, the, yeah, this is George. He, he's he's twelve, blah blah blah. But you could actually talk back in the dog voice. It'd be brilliant. I might try it. <laughs> uh, you said that obviously that you had a bit of a low. I presume that it was with the story with the I, daughter. I, and... I think yeah. I think for me, I, th- I think this film is carried by Woody Harrelson right. um, and the character. Right. I think the character's written beautifully. I think he's great. I think without him, this film is forgettable. I think he makes it for me. Right. Another one of those where I can't imagine someone else being in that role. I mean, it's a very small cast, though. They've not oversaturated the cast and saturated it down. It's, yeah. it's a very small cast of people who have a decent amount of lines or a decent amount of things to yeah. do. Um, I don't know what you what do you think about that, Jamie? Because I, I I'm not sure about that. I've got the I thought the daughter plot was pretty genius. I liked it. I think um, I can see where Mark's coming from. There's it was some of some of the momentum did stall a little bit, um, but um, I think you know the daughter storyline was essential because that's what humanizes him as a character, or it, it's it's what uh, you know gives him this sort of meaning. So obviously he's he's isolated and lonely at the beginning, and he and he finds this sort of avenue where he, you know he, he he's got something to you know to fight for really, um, and that's exactly what he does. And uh, I, I think there's quite a few strong performances. Obviously, Woody is is a standout, but I thought Laura Dern as well is really good. Um, I thought as, she was uh, underused. She was. I agree. I, I don't think there I was more, more in her character. I think we had yeah. the Wilson character, but I don't think they built on any of the others enough. And I thought hers was a prime character to build on a bit more. No, I agree. I mean, I didn't think that the comedy stopped, though, when she was in. I mean, the, the, some of the things he was saying about her, what I thought were funny, and some of the, like, when they when they was having the scenes where they were talking about, oh, you'll end up, we, we'll end up looking like stalkers and all that, and then the next minute they're sitting outside her house in the car. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that that was just as funny as, as some of the comments and yeah, some I, of the I things that were in. I thought, it, I thought that they, as a pairing, didn't let the comedy drop. And I thought that they amped up the drama a bit because of their backstory. I mean, we obviously didn't get to know uh, everything that she'd been through, but just the fact that he was talking about, <laughs> like, um, you know what I mean, just a bit like being horrible, but he still loved her. Yeah, you know? I, I, I did like her character. I mean, there was a bit where she had the meltdown as well and she said, I just couldn't hold it together. Yeah. I thought, um, and we had the scene beforehand when they was all sitting around the table talking about how successful their kids were. And he's going, are you stand at school? And she's like, no, fuck that. And he's like, that's my girl. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there were some great scenes in. I just, I, for me, it just, I just, it just felt a bit more subdued. And oh. it, it, it just felt a bit off balance in the central bit. I don't quite get what else we could have had. I don't think we could have. It could I have just it, been better, mate. Do you think, <laughs> I don't think we could have had just a film with Wilson doing oh, those things. Oh, no, I agree like, with Jamie. It, it needs, it's there to give it the purpose at the end. Yeah. And perhaps on a second watch, when I know what the purpose is, I'll understand it a little bit more, be able to stick with it a little bit more. But I was just like, this is great, this is great. Ah. Uh. Right. Uh. Do you not just think it would have been like a bit of a run-of-the-mill comedy without without these these story arcs, though? You couldn't have just had Wilson going and sitting next to different people on trains and stuff. And, I would and, have watched it. No, I know you'd have watched it. I do get it. And right. I'm, I'm just trying to be honest with the feelings when I was watching it. And I've had a think about it after. I like to spend a few, but I just didn't didn't get to the end and think, oh, that was all totally worth it. But I say I've only watched it once. I'm not that familiar with it. Perhaps on a rewatch, when I know this is where we're heading, those scenes will make more sense. 
but it just seemed to knock the momentum off. I was thoroughly enjoying where I was, and then before I knew it, I wasn't there anymore. And it oh. took a little bit just to get me back into it. And I, by the end of it, I was back there. Right. Okay. It's just that middle portion. What about the other performances, Jamie? Yeah. Um, it's a strong cast. I I even thought the, the teenage daughter was well cast. And uh, I think um, it, it is anchored by Woody Harrelson's performance. And he's playing the sort of character that in a different actor's hands, it could have come across completely differently and not been as effective. Um, I think it's the way that, that Woody Harrelson interprets the character that makes it really, you know, really memorable. So, yeah. He can definitely pull off that cheeky role, can't he? Where yeah. he says something and it's offensive, but it comes across cheeky. Yeah, it's yeah. a fine art. Like mate. my missus turns around to me and goes, exactly. why are you being such a prick? And I'm not, I'll just look at her and go, I'm being cheeky. <laughs> And she it apparently doesn't wash with me, but he can mm-hmm. definitely do things. He does that little grin he's got. Yeah, um, he's brilliant. I mean, I I liked Judy Greer as well. I I liked the fact that I, I was actually a little bit sad when it looked like he was sort of like he'd found her and then he was sort of going away from her. I thought that was not. A, a Did nice you find thing. it a little bit creepy? Why creepy? I don't know. I, I sort of got the impression when they first met that she was a lot younger and was like the dog sitter. I, th- I, d- I don't know. Women don't age as, as, as badly as men, do they? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think. Will, I don't think. I, 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 don't, I didn't get that impression. No, I don't no. think Wilson was supposed to be just an old man. F- I didn't feel that those two characters would get there, and when they did, I weren't like. Uh, I just uh, thought. Oh, I don't. I don't think I he was supposed to be. Because Sergio, whatever his name is, turned out who could have been the dog fucker, <laughs> was obviously quite a young man. Yeah, obviously, I think he was a toy boy. Right. Type. Yeah, I think it's... he was a bit older than that. Um, I mean, his prison story. I mean, it's been... <laughs> I, I actually really, I like the little turnaround thing because he had the really rough time and you almost had that point where he, he he got what he wanted. He had a captive audience that could sit and listen to him and he wasn't lonely anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two years he done for that. She yeah. was a bit out of order putting him in there. but um... Threw him under the bus, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, well, I said, that, that's one thing that... Um the film I think missed and I was interested to see what you think about this what do you think about not seeing any of the court scene and not seeing the daughter testify against him it would have made some good drama wouldn't it yeah I'm I'm trying to think about whether I would have enjoyed this film at an hour and 45 an hour and 50 hour and 55 minutes Mm. I think that I suppose you could have done a montage. It, it, it didn't need to be. It didn't need to be a, a you know a significant part. It's only a ninety odd minute film anyway. So, mm. I, I mean, for me, it was fine for me. Yeah. I, I just needed to know the facts, and I got the facts. It, it didn't. Mm. I, I, I mean, it was explained enough to me later on that that it didn't really mm. bother me. I mean, obviously, clearly. It would upset you two a little bit. No, I wouldn't say I was upset with it. I don't I just, mean upset, you know, but you noticed it a bit more. It would, it would have been, even a small little scene would have been good just watching him break because it would have bought, because he sort of went down quite quick, didn't we? And then we had to build him up. Whereas actually that would have explained his quick. I mean, yeah. I don't think he gets mad at anyone, though. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I don't think, I think he would have just been surprised. I, I don't think there was a, a, a scene there where you would have got anything out of showing him break down. And, and be he didn't over really emotional, break, did he? No, and I don't think he's a bit like did. you. Yeah, but being on the spectrum and that, I don't think, I, I, like I say, that's what I presume mm. it was. I don't think we would have gained anything from watching him break down in an emotional thing. He was just surprised, yeah. but he was just like, well, he just took it, didn't he? And mm. even when he came out afterwards and he met up, 
he sort of tried to be angry with her mm. and then within a minute of her saying that she was pregnant mm. or whatever he was like he'd forgotten it mm. because he, he got what he wanted and I, I just don't think we'd have got any benefit from from having an over emotional court scene myself mm. fair enough and he, he does he does have a more sort of emotional breakdown with, with his with his dog yeah yeah wouldn't we all that, that was hard to watch <laughs> I'll be honest I, with I, you. I thought that I, I, when I was re-watching this and, and I thought, oh no, forgot about this coming yeah, up. killed off the dog, Jamie. <laughs> this, this is not going to go down well. But he actually cared about it. I was like, oh, that's really quite sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, I mean, these things happen, don't they? Yeah. It's, uh, it's all part of life, isn't it? I'm not going to get too emotional about no, it, are no. Mark? Oh, no, I wasn't getting emotional about it. It was just like, it's sad. Can I just ask, can I just ask you a favour? Yeah. Right. Don't set me up when we come round here. Like, if something happens to George, yeah. right, don't set me up. Leave his collar on the side or yeah. something. Don't set me up to fall no. and, and mention something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because I don't want you breaking down. Oh, I'll like. be a mess for I weeks, know, mate. I don't, it's I don't not going to be fun. Just, yeah, it's all right with humans. Mm. I'm fine with that. Just don't do it with the dog. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, that, that bit, he was quite sad when he was getting desperate when his daughter was moving. Oh, yeah. But I didn't want him to give up his relationship. I wasn't quite sure about the daughter and his relationship and would he have one with her and whether she actually liked him. Um, it sort of proved differently at the end. Yeah. But, um, I don't think that relationship sort of developed till right near the end, if I'm honest. No, I mean, I'm getting to that age now, mate. I don't know if you know I'm getting a bit older. But you start questioning your mortality a little bit more, didn't you? I'm due up a stroke any day now. But it was nice to follow a story of a man who wanted to leave something. Like, he just wanted to leave something and be remembered and just not be lonely and forgotten. I know that's me fucked, basically, but it's nice to watch. He just wanted to leave a bit of a legacy, didn't he? Yeah. And he's putting that work in now so he's not forgotten later. And I thought that was quite... It's a it's a nice sort of segue onto the story to leave you with something. I mean, there's a lot more to it. Than, yeah, than, it, than it, it's not just a thingy comedy film. It, it has got some life lessons in there and does make you... I did have to get to the end and I was like, oh, what am I going to leave? And I thought... <laughs> Mount Thompson drive around City Morning and went, oh, I made that or I did that. Oh, I'm just leaving that. stuff everywhere on buildings. It won't be here for much longer. 70 after. years, I'll all be ripping out and putting in skips, yeah, but I'll be gone down, long fall gone. Down, fall down long before then. So did you get the same sort of thing out, Jamie? Yes, yes. Um, definitely this is quite life-affirming in many ways. And, um, you know, if we if we are sort of viewing him as a you know, slightly sort of uh, you know, on the spectrum sort of character, there is, I felt, an element of, of change and adaption within his character, which was, which, which is quite interesting, and you know, it, it just ends on the, on the, on the perfect note for me as well. I thought it was sweet. Even I thought it was sweet. Mm. I think I could relate to him a lot more than I relate to uh, to. to yeah, I do, I do think this is a cleverer film than it seems on yeah. it, on all levels as well. I think even some of the humour is cleverer than. Just LOL humour. Yeah. There's well, a few little lines and bits in there that are really subtle that when you actually think about it are quite funny. I believe, Jamie, you said to us if we didn't like it in the first 15 minutes, we might struggle. Um, yeah. And I think at this 5.8 on IMDb, I oh, think a lot of people ain't got past that first 15 it's minutes. It's tight. They can't, I, I, think know. So. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think they've got past that. Right. I reckon they've turned it off and then just put a review on. Yeah. I can't see that this is a 5.8 film. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's far better than that. Mm. But like I say, for me, it just lost that little bit. But I, I do think there's plenty to take from it. It's a good discussion piece. 
Yeah. I mean, I just wish that the first five minutes or so didn't look like it was going to be a, a, a mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville ringer or a Mr. Magoo sort of film. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just because he's got that face and the big glasses and the voice was sort of on. And, and I, was, I was a little bit worried. I can see people turn it off. But if anyone wants to watch a sweet little film, mm. um, then uh, I believe that um, some people have watched it. Believe mm. that I believe that Sean's watched it as well. Yeah, Sean um, watched it. Yeah, yeah, and he said uh, he said it was sweet, and I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Mm. I think you'll take quite a bit from it. Um, I don't know. I haven't got much more to say about it. I don't know about you guys. Um, I've just got. I I liked Brett Gelman in it, um, who played his best friend. I thought that particular scene where the wife's getting fucked off with him because they're moving away, and he's just his shock of him going, "Well, what about me?" <laughs> Um, I just love everyone's got one of those friends that comes around that their missus secretly don't like. Well, you're putting your hand up <laughs> your mind, yeah? yeah. All right, good, good. <laughs> At least you know. Yeah, but okay. no, I'll I say I thought some of the subtle humour as well, there was a couple of picked up on. Um, I think they was driving through all these big flash houses and she went, oh, you missed my house. And it's like, how could you tell? <laughs> just because they all look the same. And I just, I just think actually layers-wise... It's it's actually quite clever. Only took eight hundred and fifty thousand as well. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, that was cheap. I've never, I'd never heard of it until two weeks or whatever long ago it was. We set it up. Mm. Never even heard of it. Would no. I have given it a go? Probably not. No, it would have passed me by. Yeah, so I mean, it, I think that the actual um, the poster reminds me of something like a Big Daddy, like Adam Sandler yeah. sort of. How thing. did you fall across yeah. it, Jamie? Did you just think, oh, I'm just going to give this a go? And it was literally um, a letterbox. Uh, oh yeah, review. You, the review yeah, from, from someone who I really rated, and uh, I thought, well, he he really likes it. I'm going to give it a go. It's two point seven. Why not? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that you you liked it. Um, I was obviously taking a bit of a punt. Yeah. Um, I'm really pleased that uh, you got something from it. Well, we don't have to like everything. Some of the uh, mm-hmm. some of the best things are when we don't like them. Yeah. But, um, but uh, no, yeah. done, done well on that one. Yeah. I mean, I haven't got much That's more to say. Has anyone got anything else to say? We're we going to score. I think we can score. Yeah. Uh, go on in, Mark. Seventy-four. Have you? Mm. Well done, mate. That's quite. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Oh, there. Good. Happy with that. Yeah. It's not not anything not to like about it. Right. Good. Just that middle section. Okay, Jamie. It's uh, eighty for me. Yeah. I've got eighty as well. I have got an 80 on Fuck this, mate. Jamie. Fine. Jamie, I'm, I'm I could that. have given him this and I would have got a 37. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> I would have done, mate. You laughing. do it. I was laughing out. I don't do it on purpose. I, I was laughing out loud. I can't get above a I 60 what, from ask, you. Ask the missus. Ask Jill. Yeah. Because I was laughing out loud yeah. and she actually said, I'm so glad that you got something out of that and enjoyed that. Yeah. She didn't so much. Yeah. She didn't really concentrate too much on it. Cassie was laughing, but she was watching it over. She was doing some bookkeeping. She had a client doing some bookkeeping. I kept seeing her look up and she would keep laughing. Yeah. So I think she really enjoyed it. Yeah, she didn't have the time. No, I think she, Jill enjoyed me enjoying it. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but she was sort of busy on her phone or that word or I don't know, whatever yeah. it is, number wang or something, <laughs> whatever it is. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Jamie. You got an 80 from Fantastic. I am, I'm so chuffed with that. Yeah. Okay. Has anyone watched anything else? I have, mate. I had little up last night. Go on then. No, a couple of nights ago. Made a watch Life. Right. Ryan oh, Reynolds. is this the one that you went? I, yeah. thought you, I thought you was going to be heavy on this one. It's 19, isn't it? No, it's 15. Is it? Yeah, she said, she literally looked at me and went, well, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> 
So I put her to bed and went, right, night, night, don't let the space aliens bite. <laughs> and got the uh, death stare. <laughs> but I forgot how good the ending was. Right. I totally forgot the ending. Right. Um, Is that the way to go to Earth? Is that that one? Yeah, but yeah. well, we're a little mix up, but... Yeah, good film that. I mean, it is, but probably Calvin. I thought you'd gone a little bit too hard on that one. It's yeah, fifteen. Right. It was in the realms. Okay. What do you think of that, Jamie? Would you show her how old is she? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven-year-old life. My daughter's thirteen. I have shown her fifteen. I have actually shown her an eighteen as well. Right. Yeah. But, um, Get it in. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the individual film. I think, and it's on the maturity of the. Of the person, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I misjudged it. I'll be it totally on. honest. I Put thought it, it was a bit more light-hearted than it was. Put it on at school, Jamie, instead of doing one of the lessons. Just stick it on. Yeah, wheel, wheel the little TV out on the trolley. Yeah, with the VCR the on it. Cathode ray yeah. TV. <laughs> yeah, and watch it. So, what have you? Is that it? That's it. Okay, Jamie, you watched anything else? Yes, uh, eclectic mix of films. Um, I'll just pick out a few highlights. I rewatched Donnie Darko recently. Ooh, I want to do Loved that. Loved it. Yeah, just, well, what a film. I need to do so that good. again. I ain't seen that for a long time. I watched for the first time The Warriors. Great film. It is. Loved it. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, have you seen it, Mark? Yes. Did um, we do that one as a homework? I, you might have done. Yeah. I know we've done The Wanderers, which yeah, was the Wanderer. one that I, that I had yeah. at the same sort of time. But The Warriors is one of my yeah. favourite films oh, ever. I, I loved it. Right from the beginning, with, with, with the soundtrack. And it was just so sort of... Uh, Sort of high concept and lean, and uh, yeah, loved it. Yeah, really good. I watched Piranha remake or the original three double D. It's just uh, just, uh, recently on uh, Netflix. I had had a great time with that. Piranha's good. um, Elizabeth Shue in that one, isn't it? Is it? Yes, yes. yes. It's Kelly Brook in the three double D one. Is that? Was it? That's the one. Yes, Ashlyn. Ashlyn Brook. What? I think it was Ashlyn Brooks, wasn't it? It's Kelly Brook. Kelly Brook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. It's just, it's really good fun. It's very you know self aware. Um, I love the the Jaws homage at the beginning with uh, Richard Dreyfus and uh, yeah, this is just good fun. Um, and the last one I'll go for is this is a Netflix uh, film I think called Who You Think I Am. It was on Netflix and it's just come off, which is Juliette Binoche French film and she's it's sort of catfish catfishing sort of storyline. And some really good twists and turns, and I'd highly, highly recommend watching that. Kelly Brook and Ashlyn Brook. Was it? Yeah. Okay. All right. You've just been looking at the pictures? Yep. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my funny. That's that. Oh, sorry, Jamie. That um, that does sound interesting. Did you ever? Did you watch Titan, the French film? I did. Yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, did you like uh, Really, really good. Um, I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> Nothing uh, prepares you for that first watch. <laughs> yeah. No. That was good. Um, but I, I, I thought it was fascinating. The comments on uh, identity. I love the ending as well. There's, there's an ending that, I've, that was, I found. It's just, it, it, ultimately, it's, it's about acceptance and, find, you know, and, and having that, that love and acceptance regardless of any sort of uh, prejudice. And uh, I thought that was very powerful. It was, yeah. One of the best scenes ever, wasn't it? The old mm. Macarena one. Um, I've only seen American Gangster. Okay. Because it's about eight hours long. I was going to say it's a long old film. Yeah. I've got seventy four on it. Yeah. I still quite like it. I think um, I think that Denzel Washington is exceptionally good in it, yeah. like Russell Crowe as well. Um, but yeah, it's a long one. It's, it's a, a long one. Yeah, but, it's a uh, trudge, so That's isn't it? why I haven't watched much else. There we go. 
So um, we're obviously not doing homework no. this week. Do you want to remind people, not with all the gubbins and that, what film did you give me? 1954's Rear Window. You did, yeah. Mm. Um, again, um, I'm not a great person for the classics, am I? So no. we'll see how that one goes. Um, I gave you 2004's Garden State, um, one of Jill's favourites. Have you seen either of those, Jamie? I've seen them both, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who wins, Jamie? Who wins? <laughs> well, I'm not going to get involved in that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> According to Mark, I'm going to give it 36 anyway. So it doesn't I'll be happy with a 36, Would mate. You? Yeah. Is it shit, is it? No, it's, it? no it's, it's far from shit, mate. Right. But Okay. I, I don't, yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, so. And then uh, next week. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Mate? The Northman. We are, yeah. The Northman or the Northman? Yeah, well, we've uh, we've left it a little bit, so we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, some people have been to see it. Yeah, um, we're going to watch Robert Eggers' The Northman. Yeah, Robert Eggers did the Lighthouse, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was fucking fantastic. It was. Have you uh, have you seen The Northman, Jamie? Yet? I have. Yes. Yes. Oh, blimey! I have. Mm-hmm. Wonder I'll... if there's as much farting in this one as there was the. Um... <laughs> Lighthouse. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. But I'm trying to get Jill to watch The Lighthouse. Do you think she'd like that? I, I think everyone should like it. It's so good. <laughs> She's got to like it more than the little old women that walked out of it. <laughs> yeah, they did. I don't think they knew what they was in. But, uh, but yeah, there we go. Thank you very much, Jamie, for coming on. Absolute pleasure. I hope you've, uh, hope you've enjoyed it as much as you enjoyed the first one. Although the first one was obviously one of your favourite films, wasn't it? Bit of an epic. I, I think I've, I've, I've enjoyed this more because it's the um, shed, isn't it? It's the shed. You get to see the shed. It abso- it's absolutely the shed. Yeah, with the sign. Um, <laughs> but I, I was taking, I was taking a bit more of a chance with this. I, I had a fair idea that the thing would go down well, but this was just a punt in the dark, and I was just, I was just hoping that you'd uh, get something from it, and I'm delighted that you did. I'm going to watch it again. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, yeah, take, I'm going to take it on holiday with me. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Okay. Watch it by the pool, so it's only a few weeks away. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm rubbing it in. After I've watched um, Saving Private Ryan <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. Just like get some like little little kid next to you and just, yeah. uh, just put, put Wilson on. And when they watch over your shoulder, put the Normandy scene <laughs> of Saving Private Ryan on. <laughs> Just to keep <laughs> but thanks very much for that, Jamie. Really enjoyed having you on again. And thank you so much for all the support that you give us. We really do enjoy it and uh, we appreciate it very, very much. And the questions. Yeah, very much. Love so, the yeah. questions. Wait, wait, you, you guys are fantastic. Just keep keep up what you're doing. Um, you are a, a staple in my... Uh, there, there are about five podcasts that I insist on listening to as soon as possible. I, I think you know that, Mark. See, you get... I give you DMs pretty quick. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's my Sunday treat. It really is. Um, if I can't listen to a Sunday, it's because of a, a significant event. and a Christmas or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I follow lots of podcasts. There are a select few that I will insist on listening to as soon as possible. And you guys are one of those. Oh, tell us one of the ones who is not. <laughs> <laughs> Who well, don't you want to listen to? <laughs> well, what, 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 what I will say is that yeah. I've had to now find ways of having an excuse to listen to these podcasts because I've got so many of them, massive playlists. And I've become a bit of a domestic god 
And that I will say, no, all right, wife, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to do the, the hoovering. I'm more than happy to do all of the dishes. I'm more than happy to do all of the cleaning around the house. It's just so, um, I want an excuse to listen to all, all my podcasts, to be perfectly honest. You can have your I headphones think, in. I think my wife is aware of this now. She's worked it out when I spent about two hours cleaning the bathroom sink. She, she worked it out, but, <laughs> you know, I'm, I've got ulterior motives. Yeah, no, he's but, awesome, uh, John. You thank you so because obviously people like you who actually interact with us and give us the questions and come on and talk to us about the film are the ones that make the episodes because it actually yeah. gives us something to talk about. Because we're quite boring. <laughs> Steve don't really got a lot to say. <laughs> so actually, and some of the questions are brilliant. I mean, so obscure. Yeah. Um, there's one I'm really looking forward to answering that we've skirted around, but we're going to get to that one. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, read well, them. Also, I'd just like to, to end by saying. The podcast, the film podcast community, is just such a wonderful, warm, inviting mm. play. I've, I've made so many friends. Haven't met any any of them in the flesh, but I've you know so many people who um, I just enjoy spending time with. So yeah, yeah it's a lovely, not, lovely not to go down the rabbit hole there, of there. meeting people, isn't it? Yeah, don't yeah. meet people. <laughs> Oh dear, don't meet people. Yeah. I mean, Mark brings his Mark brings his friends in here and it puts an old, and then he don't turn up. You see, I'll just get a text from Steve saying I'm not coming. Ian, Ian was good. Ian was Ian great, was yeah. yeah. I mean, all of them have been all right. I just, yeah. I, yeah. It's, just not, it's just nice having that little nuclear, isn't it? When you look at the amount of followers we've got and we've actually got the few that just interact with us regularly and you being one of them, it actually helps us set the episodes up and gives us something to chat about. Mm. So thank you very much, John. Otherwise, it'd just be bathrooms Pleasure. and Wagos <laughs> and stuff like that. I'll show you a Wago before we go. Uh, You're going to love it. Uh, away you go. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Yeah. Do you want to reiterate, mate, how people can contact us on social media yes, like mate. the lovely Jamie does? They can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Are you ready for this, Jamie? This, uh, I, I bet he's rolled out a big joke for you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I do listen right to the end. I do oh, listen to the jokes. You'll be able to hear this. Couldn't find one today. Right. Well, so thank you very much, Jamie. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Did you know, mate, right, science reckons we only use 12% of our brain. Imagine if we use the other 73. (laughs) (laughs) You done the maths? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good at the maths. The maths was already there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) I appreciate it, mate. I appreciate the sympathy. (laughs) Oh, dear. Like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what people don't know is we lost the zoom yeah. and we've reset off and no one can really remember where we were but jamie was just telling us how amazing we were and we were just rel- was, relishing was yeah relishing that fact and realizing that we're probably not ah what's going on here then hello